For this project, the process started once we knew what we might be able to do it. I walked around the National Mall taking photographs of young guys, and I was able to get a lot of different people from different backgrounds. I was literally looking on the internet and I came across Jorge's site and I saw Wish, you know, the big project in Belfast. And I thought, this is incredible. This is somebody who's obviously thinking about what is a portrait, but in a way that's involving an entire community. Once I had all the images from the people that I photographed, I started breaking those down into elements that I liked from each one, the chin, the mouth, the nose. The portrait gallery is changing. It's not just about the traditional pictures and paintings and sculptures on the wall. <laughs> of course we have that. This is somewhere where you can come and expect the unexpected. One of the things that I wanted to do is to take it away from one person and really turn it into everyone's story. It's the reason why a face, why do a portrait? It has to... So now we've got, in theory, an artist, and we have a place to put a picture, but you need 2,000 tonnes of soil, 800 tonnes of topsoil. 315 truckloads of sand and 120 truckloads of dirt, approximately. The way the piece is created is you have to cover the whole thing with sand, that's the light tone, and then you have the topographers come on. We found the steps to take the data from art into the CAD world and then use that computer image to come out here with our GPS receivers to put it onto the ground. Each vector is a peg, we put that in to connect it with string, and that delineates where soil goes or where it just stays sand. We're using probably around 10,000 pegs and about eight miles of, of twine. GPS topography technology has gotten to the point where it's so accurate. Taking a piece like this and bringing it to this huge scale, it, it'll look just like it looked on my computer screen. That process then allows the bobcats to come in. Here we're using tread bobcats, which is great because they leave no ruts, and they slowly just fill in those lines. Hopefully, with the amount of volunteers today, we have 40 volunteers. I'll be able to get about half the phase done where all the lines are clean. That's the process. On the National Mall, I think 99.9% .9 of projects get turned down. <laughs> so. It really is a credit to the National Park Service and uh, to the Trust for the Mall. You know, they said, we love this project. And we, we were looking over our shoulder going, are you, are you talking to us? And they said, we love this project. <laughs> what better place to do this than right here on the National Mall, where people from all walks of life and, and all nationalities and all races have come together. The National Mall is everyone's front yard in America. And I think this project is a beautiful representation of that. This is something that's never been done before, and we wanted to be involved with it. This is not the kind of thing that happens because I want it to happen. Companies and people who give donations and volunteers come together and make it happen. One of the things that I find beautiful is the experience when you walk through it. The, the portrait becomes secondary to the Zen garden feel. That's something I really enjoy. I think any artist, especially a portrait artist, 
has a little bit of themselves in everything that they do. And this one, most likely a little bit more, only because it's also my story. Coming when I was three years old from Cuba, growing up in New Jersey, meeting so many diverse people from many parts of the world. We'll be able to enjoy the piece for about a month, walk through it, see it from the Washington Monument, images from space, and then it'll be blended back into the location and let it be a fond memory. We're moving into a new age of what a national portrait gallery is, what it does, and how it can change people.